Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It's time to get lost in the mid-card. This Believe in Pro Wrestling property is brought to you by Bet Online, the continued number one source for all your sports betting needs. Join now and receive your 100% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use our promo code BELIEVE. Now, here are Jeremy Bennett and Matt Black on the Believe Podcast Network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast where, hold on to your butts, you might actually hear Matt say something positive about Nick Aldis. It's lost in the mid-card. <laughs> welcome to the first show in November. Why Why is Matt laughing? Well, uh, if, if you are familiar with the podcast that we've uh, been doing, lost the mid-card for about eight years now, uh... Uh, Matt has had a disdain for Nick Aldis the entire time. Never said a positive word about him, but uh, tonight, tonight, live, November 7th, 2022, you might hear a positive word. It's on, true. On there. It's uh, true. We are fresh off a of crown jewel on Saturday. Uh, we will get into that and, of course, all the uh, goings on on television this week. And, of course, as always, we kick things off by uh our, our headlines our, our main headlines for the week we kick off with logan paul of course uh coming uh, off of the main event at uh wwe crown jewel logan paul in my opinion him and roman reigns had the best match of the evening and i don't even think it was close uh i i thought this was a very very good match we'll get into the specifics of crown jewel later on in the evening but it has been revealed shortly after crown jewel went off the air that logan paul has suffered some major injuries uh logan paul revealed on social media that he has torn his meniscus mcl and potentially his acl uh during his bout with roman reigns at crown jewel uh, a lot of people think it might have been when uh, he went through the table off the top rope of course he was filming himself as he did it uh check out his uh, uh social media his twitter there at logan paul if you want to see that that angle of uh, that pretty sweet splash that he did through the table uh but uh unfortunate and uh, uh we haven't heard really an update since then matt so hopefully uh hopefully it's uh it's not an acl and hopefully it's the latter and it's only a few months that he's out but uh, I, I thought that was a great performance by him. Um, for, first, first things first, it, it wasn't my favorite match of the show. I, I'll, I'll give that to Bailey and Bianca Belair. Okay. Um, I would, I would, I would put the main event in second place. Um, I flip flop too, but as far as the injury goes, according to Mark Henry and Bully Ray on Busted Open Radio this morning, mm-hmm. both are calling bullshit on the injury. Oh, think it's a work. Um, stating that there's no way that he could have torn what he claims to have torn and finished the match by doing, by doing what he did. So, wow. And the fact that both of them are saying that in agreement, I, I feel like they had kind of have some weight to their words. And I feel like those are two people that wouldn't, would know. Yeah. Um, you know, ab- about those types of injuries. So, but that type they of think injury, that they think, they think there's a possibility that he strained it. Yeah. But they don't think they don't think it's possible that he tore what he says he tore, and then was able to and was able to finish and do what he did at the end of the match. Well, you, so, you see, you see athletes we'll find that, out. You see athletes that tear their ACL though, and on, on yeah, but most athletes don't like hit the ropes and then do a, a swanton bomb over them on top of two people. Yeah, you know, you know Mark, they're Mark they're Show saying there. they're saying that move alone would be would be would be an impossibility. For him to pull off with the with his knee torn to shreds like that, yeah, so possibly. I guess yeah. we're gonna find out. But as far as yeah. I'm concerned, I thought the match was awesome. 
Yeah. And look, I get that there's a lot of Logan Paul hate online. I don't <laughs> really I don't know a whole bunch about the guy. I've yeah. heard about all the negative stuff that's been reported over the years, but I've never been like a Logan Paul guy or a fan, you know, or anything like that. So it's not like I follow what the guy did. No. But here's the thing. Three matches this year. And he's delivered in all three. Yeah. And to, to me, he's he's just he belongs in the WWE. He's a he, WWE superstar. And that's yeah. that that's what I that's what I look at him as. I, to I, me, he's just he's a WWE superstar. I, I was absolutely no fan of his going into this career, and I I rolled my eyes at him being included. But uh from match one, and now you're three matches in, and he totally belongs. He he's definitely surpassed Bad Bunny. Uh, as the the best uh, celebrity to get inside the ring now. Uh, hey, what's up, Anthony? Old friend of mine there. I used to work with Anthony. Welcome to the show. Thanks for joining in. Uh, the Road to Survivor Series War Games is here. Yes, it is. Damn right. We're going to probably see some stuff take shape tonight. Uh, I don't God, know. I hope so. Uh, we really don't know what is in store for Raw tonight. Uh, There's we have only not... a few weeks of Survivor Series. They got to yeah. like pedal to the metal tonight it's got you gotta you gotta start pushing hard yeah we uh we do not uh have anything from riot no early fan no early report from sean ross sap all that wwe.com has given us is that seth rollins is going to do an open challenge and when you go to the raw preview on wwe.com it just redirects to wwe.com so uh, a lot <laughs> of things being uh, kept there facebook user i don't know who this is but uh, i don't know who this is but uh, it, uh facebook it's my user uh I, I wonder if this, that might be Jose, but somehow it's coming up as Facebook user. Kind of sounds like something Jose would say. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you put in the chat, Mr. Facebook Identify user. yourself. Uh, Mark show, uh, L Logan hits the buckshot better than CM Punk. That's not a lie. That's, that's a low bar, man. Uh, no lies detected there. That's a low bar. No, no lies detected. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see uh, any updates uh, going forward. Do you see a future of Logan and Jake as a tag team in WWE? I, I think Jake has some work to do. His uh, his work punches didn't look particularly great on no. Saturday. Hey, I called. Did I call it or did I call it? That was oh, did call. It. Good job, my friend, Mister. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's he's spoken <laughs> to the media following the show, and he seems to have a genuine interest. Yeah. So, like, I see no reason why at some point that the Paul brothers are not going to be WWE tag team champions. Yeah. Yeah. You are like, absolutely, just, it's, it's going to freaking happen. You are absolutely correct. Those work punches were shit, but uh, you know, Hey, Hey, he's, he's not uh, as far along as his brother in this game right yeah. now of sports entertainment. Uh, but uh, once again, thank you for joining live. Everybody joining live tonight. Uh, it's already a party as we're just getting started as we are going to be here time. all the way up to the end of the hour at the start of the hour where Monday Night Raw kicks off uh, live from wherever they're at tonight. I don't even know where they're at. Like I said, well, all we know right now is Seth Rollins is wrestling an open challenge. That's all we know right now. But thank you for joining live. Uh, make sure to give us a an orange cast, a thumbs up on Facebook helps us get the word out to everybody. And of course, we are doing a giveaway. Uh, Believe in Pro Wrestling's YouTube channel. Once that hits 500. We're getting very close. I wish to be a bit teetering, uh, but once it hits 500, we're giving away $100 to either WWE shop or AEW shop. Uh, so make sure you are subscribed so we can get that giveaway going. Uh, Monday Night Raw is live from Wilkes-Barre, PA tonight, my friend. Yeah, I figured it'd be somewhere out east since it'd make it a little easier travel for those that worked Crown Jewel on Saturday. East Coast. I heard this was the smoothest uh, Saudi show in terms of travel. Because no one had to deal with Vince McMahon. Coincidence? Just saying. Oh, let's let's move on to some uh, 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 epic proportions here. Let's let's get to the a couple more comments here. Uh, Jake versus Solo, uh, maybe, maybe. Uh, like uh, like Matt said, Jake has some work to do. Yeah, I, um, I think he'd be better protected in a tag match to start off. And Anthony I is just... completely right. Outside of maybe uh, last week's Raw, which was kind of a shit show, uh, Triple H has done a tremendous job on all, all aspects of the of Last the week's company. Raw wasn't that bad. Raw two or weeks two weeks ago, ago. yeah, sorry, was a shit weeks. show. Yeah, uh, I'm, ho I'm, ho I'm hoping no more. I'm look, Crown Jewels in the rearview mirror, yeah. full speed ahead to Survivor Series. I still don't think it's possible that WWE is going to go two months without a pay-per-view mm -mm. between Survivor Series and the Royal Rumble. No so way. I feel like something has to be placed 
at some point between those two. Yeah. But Survivor Series is going to be a statement show for Triple H because Survivor Series has been a very uninspired show in probably the last 10 years. And, and Triple um, H knows so that. I think, I think with, with the War Games concept being introduced, he's coming out all guns blazing. Yeah. And I think uh, I think we're going to see one hell of a one, one hell of a premium live event yeah. from from the WWE in Boston later this month. Triple H knows the importance of Survivor Series, and he knows that it's been lackluster. And I mean, and he's smart enough to know that brand versus brand, nobody gives a shit because it, it makes no sense to go brand versus brand, anyways. It, it because nobody cares about their brand except for that month before Survivor Series. So I digress. Moving on into our uh, top headlines from the weekend. Uh, making some headlines over the weekend was none other than uh, Mr. Nick Aldis, a man who, that has uh, carried the NWA for uh, through the pandemic and even before uh, when NWA power started to uh, really uh, take off in terms of uh, of a good product and and uh, you know and kind of kicking things off for the brand of NWA as they try to revive themselves. He declared that he was going to become a free agent in uh, 2023 at the start of the new year. And uh, he was supposed to appear at hard times, uh, fight for the title uh, in, against Trevor Murdoch. And, uh, in, and instead, NWA has suspended Nick Aldis. And so he will not be at hard times. They replace him with Tyrus, dear God. Um and so uh, we got some uh, additional information from Fightful Select here earlier today. Uh, once again, he was supposed to uh, do an interview with Fightful, uh, but that got pulled because uh, they were going to uh, to do that because the Hard Times pay-per-view is this weekend. And uh, the, that got pulled. And uh, they said that uh, uh, NWA's official statement was he has they have suspended Aldis from the main roster effective immediately. And Aldis will not appear at Hard Times 3 and the Revolution Rumble television tapings that are taking place in New Orleans this weekend. Um, National Wrestling Alliance reserves its right to comment on this matter at a future date. Um, Aldis noted that uh, Billy Corgan's disrespect to his wife, Mickey James, in the lead-up and following NWA Empower was a huge relationship for the relationship between Aldis and NWA souring. It was noted that they had never spoken about it publicly because of Aldis's spot as a top name in NWA. Uh, Fightful has confirmed the from several women who regularly appear in NWA that they also felt disrespected by Corgan and Trevor Murdoch's comments that there wasn't enough depth or enough women that could work the NWA style to do a second in power show. The NWA style. Right. Uh, Aldis, was, off. Aldis was scheduled to compete for the world title at NWA 74, replaced by Tyrus. And again, he's being replaced by Tyrus. Again, why are you pushing Tyrus is another question. Tyrus, no, Ty, he's, he's not being replaced by Tyrus. That's what I heard today. No, Aldis okay. was scheduled to face Odinson at Hard Times 3. Oh. Tyrus is in a triple threat with Matt Cardona and Trevor Murdoch for the NWA Championship this weekend. Oh, I read that uh, Aldis was supposed to be involved in that too, but I guess not. Okay. I'm going to um, see Black Panther Wakanda forever. Eat a dick, Billy Corgan. <sighs> Corgan has failed to recapture the glory they had before the pandemic. And this is just a, a lot of, there's a lot of stuff here that basically, uh, you know, shows why the NWA is, I mean, there was absolutely nothing worth watching on paper for NWA 74. I don't know if you watched the show. I didn't watch. No, the show. no, no interest. Once the, once they, once they said what they were doing, I was just like, Cardona is not in a prominent spot on the car. Tyrus is in the main event. I have I have no interest in the NWA product anymore. And I, it all, look, I've never been a big Nick Aldis slash Magnus fan. Like going oh, all we, the way back to know. his time, going back to all the way through his time with Impact. But yeah. I can recognize that he's he's a good professional wrestler and someone that you can build a company around that you're yeah. wanting to try to build to get to the next level. Yeah. But if you're taking if you're choosing to put someone like Tyrus on your pedestal, a guy who can barely move inside the rain, and you're gonna put you're gonna put Nick Aldis aside because you don't like the fact that he's speaking up against your terrible creative decisions that your company has right now. Yeah. 
well, dude, you, you, you're doing this to yourself. And I don't think the NWA will be around in, you know, maybe two years from now at this point. And if it is, no one's going to be watching it. So it doesn't really matter. Hardly anybody's watching it now. No, yeah, uh, it's just it's 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 ridiculous. There were um, a lot of creative things that were that made sense back in the day. Uh, a lot of stars came up and coming. Ricky Starks, Thunder Rosa are two major Before examples. the pandemic. NWA was doing very well. They were and, and, the, since, and the, since I watched they've the, come the, back. It's been a completely different product. Yeah, I watched NWA uh, seventy three. I thought it was an okay show. Uh, did not have any interest in seventy four. Power um, was a lot better that yeah, weekend. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, a lot Which of people is said funny that because that's a lot of the controversy going on with them right now is the fact that they refused to run a second in power, and they're trying to blame it on the lack of female women's talent across the world of professional wrestling right now. Are you freaking kidding me? It's, in, yeah. it's, in, it's, it's insanity. It's, it's because it's absolutely crazy. It's because they don't want to call Tony Khan again and get they embarrassed. They don't need to call Tony Khan. No, they don't. No. Like women's wrestling army that Maria Canellis runs um, has like 25 to 30 wrestlers that, that they operate with. You know, yeah. Thunder Rosa's Mission Pro Wrestling has a bunch of women down there. You don't need to call Tony Khan or any other national wrestling company, for that matter, to secure talent for this show. Just showcase the women that are going to be the next big stars mm. tomorrow. Mm. Show them today. That's not a difficult concept. And clearly it's too hard for someone like Billy Korg in the process. <laughs> and it's a, it's an indictment on him and the NWA. And I just, I can't stand it, man. I, I just honestly, don't. I've, I've been disgusted by everything that that company has been doing over the past few months. And this r really, to me was the final nail in that company's coffin. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind Trevor Murdoch as the champion, but man, that's fine. But dude, the constant pushing of Tyrus is like, why? Why are Look, they so? Why is Billy so infatuated with Tyrus? Is, Murdoch is, is Murdoch's fine in the ring, but at the same token, I'm not building a wrestling company around Trevor Murdoch in 2022. No, no I'm, I'm not saying not you freaking, build, but that's what he's doing, dude. Yeah, I don't know. It's I'm saying he's perfect. It's ridiculous. I'm saying he's perfect to be an NWA champion, but yeah, not to carry a company. No, it's nuts. Um, you know, and I, I don't even know who all they have anymore. You know, I don't, I don't watch it anymore. Uh, you know, I, I tried and it, it just, they have not been able to recreate the magic of 2019, um, uh, where they would have been, you know, un unfortunately the pandemic happens, but as soon as you get going, guys like Ricky Starks and Thunder Rosa weren't going to stick around forever either. Tony Khan or, or Vince now triple H, we're going to stack them up, uh, and, and give them a payday that Billy couldn't afford. What do you think about Nick Aldis? Uh, I know he's good friends with Cody. Do you think WWE would be in the lead right now to to land him? I mean, I think I think he, I, he'll either he he'll either land in WWE or AEW. I mean, let's let's be let's be honest. As far as we've been told, reports state that Aldis was offered a spot with All Elite Wrestling before they launched, yeah. and he chose to, he chose to stay with the NWA because of his loyalty to Corgan, which now looks in hindsight like a really bad decision. I think. Aldous will Aldous will choose to go wherever he feels himself and his wife, Mickey James, will be best utilized in the future. Yeah. If WWE wants Mickey back or if AEW wants to do something with Mickey, I think that will have I think that will heavily play into his final decision about where he goes. Because as Fightful said, part of the falling out between Corrigan and, and Aldous is how NWA treated Mickey following in power. So and everybody that treated Mickey badly on her way out of WWE is gone. Uh, but at the same yeah, time, that in, that infrastructure is still there. Who knows? If you, also gotta, you also got to remember Mickey was brought back earlier this year True. to WWE as the impact knockouts champion. Yeah. And in, in, in part of, and took part in the women's Royal rumble. So, I mean, mm -hmm. look, I think the door is open for Mickey to go wherever she wants. I, I lean and WWE I think at wherever she chooses to go. I think that's where autos will follow. I don't, I don't see him rejoining impact. No, because to me, that's kind of like a lateral move. No offense to impact, but I mean, it's not like they're setting the he, world on fire at the moment. He, he's in his I, mid thirties. Like he's, he's in his mid thirties. I, I thought he was older than that. Actually, I think, he, I think he's 35, but 
Oh, that's uh, younger. That's younger than I thought. This is prime. Uh, he, so it's like, he, it's going to be. It's going to be WWE or AEW. He's going. Yeah. So I don't see him. I know somebody in the chat said NXT. I don't think just turned thirty six yesterday. I think the man completely bypasses NXT. Oh, yeah, I, I think if, w, if WWE signs him, he's going straight to Raw or SmackDown. So, um, uh, he just turned 36 yesterday. So happy birthday, Nick on, Aldis. Honestly, I'm really surprised. I thought he was older. I was pretty accurate. <laughs> he yeah, was 35. He was you 35 until uh, this weekend. Uh, I I've always been a fan of Nick Aldis. Uh, I, I liked his, I, I liked his time in impact. Um, I, I thought he could be something big and he proved that, uh, carrying a company for two, three years. Uh, he carried that world championship for a very long time. Uh, he's had some classic matches with guys like Tim Storm and Cody Rhodes. I think um, I, I think WWE is going to be the answer um, because there is that relationship with Mickey. Um, I would, I'm going to be glad to see Mickey back. Uh, you know, I, I, we get you know things maybe we didn't get to see. Uh, you know, you know Bianca Belair and Mickey James. You know, there's a, a whole big Liv Morgan and Mickey James. There's a big list of of matches. Ronda Rousey and Mickey James. Man, you know, it, it's there's a lot of great matches that uh, that show up uh, that that can show up there for Mickey. And uh, obviously, Nick Aldis mid thirties is about the prime of your career. And this is the time to take that step up, get on that national stage, take that big payday and see where you can go with it. I think Nick Aldis will succeed. He's got a lot of friends in WWE. I think he's friends with Wade Barrett as well. Obviously uh, Wade uh, was a color commentator in NWA before he went to NXT. So he's got a lot of friends in WWE. So I am putting my money on him landing in WWE. Royal rumble would be a perfect spot for him to debut. That Royal rumble makes sense. That absolutely makes sense. Yeah, and uh, who else may return at the Royal Rumble? Oh, boy. It's going to be a fun Rumble. I I bring him back before the Rumble. Cody? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's move on. I think think Raw could use him right now, and I I feel like when he's ready, you bring him back. You don't don't wait. Speaking of women's wrestling, let's transition into uh, more women's talk here with the WWE. Uh, Fightful Select has uh, posted uh, yesterday an article that WWE has expressed interest in bringing back Chelsea Green. Uh, Wrestling Votes and PW Insider also reporting on this. She was released late in 2020. Uh, Really never got a really get a a set of footing in WWE just because of uh, the wrist injury and whatnot and became a casualty of those 2020 cuts when WWE was cutting everybody and their grandma. Uh, She was, of course, spent time in NWA Impact, Ring of Honor, GCW, all sorts of promotions, obviously a lot of that with her husband, Matt Cardona. Um, though uh, there, uh, Fightful was told that Green is one of many females that were discussed to come back to the company, Mia Yim being another one, uh, though they haven't been told a deal is official or that a return date is set. Those that uh, uh, those from Fightful that spoke to WWE was hoping to restock the women's division with several TV-ready, experienced women's wrestlers. Of course, you just saw Emma return recently. They are talking to Tegan Knox as well. Uh, so this is a, a big one. I'd love to see Chelsea Green get that fair shake in WWE that she did not have. Does this also open the door for Matt Cardona to come to WWE? Because there was an article that came out today where Matt Cardona said if he comes back to WWE, he'd be using his real name. Again, one of his best friends, Cody Rhodes, WWE. Uh, what do you think? Do you think do you think that both of them as a package could come back to WWE? I mean, I think it's possible, but at the same token, I don't think it's really going to be his call. If he chooses to resign with WWE and they want to make him Zack Ryder again, I don't think he has I don't think he has much say in the matter. Yeah. Like I would prefer him to come in as Matt Cardona um because I feel like he's very he's very much established his his own name. Um, yeah, I think across you could multiple too. companies since leaving WWE, but at the same token, you know, WWE loves to own the names and, and everything. So if he goes back to WWE, like unless he gets it in writing, like before he signs on the dotted line that he's going to be Matt Cardona, like that, I mean, that could easily change, you know, With- between pen to paper and you know, appearing on television. So yeah, the stock that Cardona has built for himself over the past two years, I think he is one of those rare names where he could just come in and be Matt Cardona. Doesn't have to be uh Zach Ryder, you know, doesn't have to change the name. And I don't and who knows, uh, you know, you know, who knows if Triple H is adamant 
on everybody having to change their name. Obviously, there's some people, yes, but uh, you know, there there definitely are exceptions, and Cody Rhodes is one. Cody Rhodes brought his AEW music to WWE. So no, I think technically I, that's he had that before AEW. I know he was using that Ren of Honor. But anyways, uh Cardona, I think, has enough cachet to uh to he, he, he... I love Cardona, but he ain't got Cody low. He, he doesn't have no, Cody but, Rhodes level of cachet right now. But there isn't a bigger independent star right now. I don't think over consistently over the past two years, a, a guy that has built himself. Uh, he, he's done a Drew McIntyre. If, if we're talking out of the United States, I'd probably agree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kev Callum, my old top story uh, co-host back in the day, joining in. Thanks for tuning in, man. Uh, but yeah, it, it's going to be interesting. Uh, obviously, uh, we're not surprised that more names are going to be coming. Obviously, especially with Royal Rumble around the corner. You know, there's going to be a lot of women probably returning to the company at that point as well. Next up on the docket is some uh, video game news. AEW Fight, for Fight Forever. Uh, we still do not have a release date yet, but eventually it's coming. Uh, but yet, um, you know, you see a lot of those people on that cover. Uh, they were involved in uh, a little something that might have maybe uh, caused a, a bit of delay there. But we'll uh, once we get some concrete news on that, we will pass it along. But we do have some uh, some concrete news regarding the game. And uh, good news if you are a an Xbox uh, an Xbox uh, Game Pass subscriber because uh, well this news was broken by somebody who who is this who is this who is this news broken by this guy, yeah, guy. this guy Matt Black uh, right uh, working out of Wrestle Zone uh, broke the news that uh, AEW Fight for Fight Forever will be releasing day one on a Game Pass. So if you're a Game Pass subscriber, you'll be able to download it, load it up right away. Uh, what what uh, what did you find out there, Mr. Newsbreaker? A few weeks ago, I spoke to a friend and they said, hey, did you hear about, did you hear AEW Fight Forever is going to be on Game Pass? I'm like, shut, shut the fuck up. I'm like, that's, 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 that's not happening. <laughs> but, you know, He's been right about some stuff in the past. So yeah. I'm like, all right, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start talking to people. So over the yeah. past couple of weeks, I've been reaching out to my friends in the industry, as many people as I can, just trying to dig for information. And I got three different people to go on record with me to confirm that this is happening. So at that point, I felt comfortable with running the story. Like it's, it's happening day one. AEW Fight Forever on Xbox Game Pass. It's a huge victory for AEW, especially if this game falls into 2023 and has to contend with WWE 2K. You're going to have at least over 25 million subscribers on day one that are going to have access to your product. Yep. That's massive. That's massively huge. And that's, that is a great installed player base. And there's nothing to say that between now and release date, that PlayStation, with their upper levels of PlayStation Plus, who they're trying to establish, which I'm to get themselves to. on the level of Xbox Game Pass, might not make a play with THQ Nordic and do this with AEW as well. If this game lands both on play on PlayStation service and Xbox Game Pass, when this thing comes out, wow, wow, that's. That's gigantic, and no yeah. licensed wrestling game has ever done this before. This is a big win for AEW. This is a big win for THQ Nordic, and the people that don't think that it is don't understand how big Xbox Game Pass is in the world of video games right now. This is a big freaking deal, and honestly, AEW should be over the moon thrilled them and thq nordic landed this deal with with xbox it's it's massive yeah, yeah. and shout I, out I was, I was very honored to break this news today shout out uh shout out to our friends mike straw who is a uh, big in the sports game media uh for sharing yes. that out as well as colin from fightful uh for uh, sharing that news out as well uh from matt's uh from matt's exclusive so you got an exclusive on loss of the mid card how about that how about that's that? right Bring uh, it to the people. I'm always work, trying man. to get the scoops. And, uh, and the thing is, I hear a bunch of things, mm. but it's really hard to get, you know, second and third sourced. And yeah. I'll never just take a single source and just be like, okay, well, this is gospel and run <laughs> with the story. I need 
well, we know some places of that'll do that. Before, before I run with a story, because if I put my name on something, you know, I'm I'm putting my reputation on the line anytime I do anything like that. Yeah, and obviously, so, like, uh, uh, it, your yeah. your relationship with Ukes goes way back. Mine does too. My, you know, and uh, so it's good to it's good to see some people working uh, with you on that. And uh, probably yeah, we might have we might have some super more super cool to see. We this, might have more exclusives happening. down. We might have more exclusives down the road too. Hey, uh, huh? you can't roll it out, man. You can't Mr. roll it out. Mr. Exclusive Matt Black as Mark showed. <laughs> I, I don't a... know about all that, but I'm I'm very proud of this one, and hopefully we'll have more in the future. Underdog, put that on a t-shirt. Uh, our final, uh, our final news story for today. Look at that. Uh, live from the Manhattan Center. Uh, Monday Night Raw, 30th anniversary plans have been revealed. And if you are in the uh, Philly area, <laughs> the uh, the logo that says Raw is triple X because uh, Raw is turning 30, not going triple uh, X. Well, Raw is it. porn. Raw is porn. <laughs> well, maybe they are going triple X. I don't know. Uh, but I... it has been announced the 30th anniversary show is going to take place January 23rd from the Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia, PA. So if you are in the area or want to fly out to celebrate a milestone uh, for one of the biggest wrestling shows in history, tickets go on sale a week from Friday, November 18th for that show. And this will uh, serve as the uh, go-home show because the Royal Rumble is on Saturday the 28th. So, uh, Matt, you are near Philly. Are you, you tempted? Not particularly, no. Not really. I mean, I'm, I'm sure the show will be fun, but I, I'm not. It would take an awful lot for me to travel yeah. to, to attend an episode of Monday Night Raw. It's just not. That's not my, that's not my thing. I, I'll travel for pay per views, um, but I'm not, I'm not traveling for weekly TV. Like AEW Dynamite was in my backyard last week, and I didn't go <laughs> because I was just at the DC show a few weeks prior, and I didn't like some of the you know the reruns that they were putting on the show. And honestly, after we saw some of their surprises that they threw out last Wednesday, I'm very glad I didn't go. Yeah. Um, of course, five years ago they celebrated Raw 25 by simultaneously holding it holding it at the Barclays Center and the Manhattan Center, which is pretty cool from a, uh, a nostalgic standpoint. Um, it was a, I, I can't remember. I, I want to think it was just an okay show. It was kind of they they just it was back. all right. It wasn't yeah. as good as I thought it was going to be. But they they kind of they kind of just fell back into their it started usual. Out, it started out really hot with the Austin segment, and then it just kind of it didn't. Yeah, it, it's like there. they just kind of fell into the same old shit for legends things that they usually did back then. So well, now, I'm sure we're, I'm sure we're gonna get a ton a ton of legends for Raw yeah, 32. Yeah, but with Triple no H, I, I don't think it's gonna be the same old boring shit. I think maybe Triple H will mix it up, make it fresh, make it interesting. You know, it it, it got kind of stale for a while under Vince with the, the legends that they would include. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, plus, it's a go home for my favorite pay per view of the year, so it's gonna be exciting. Uh, to see what they bring out there. Yeah, that, uh, honestly, that's a perfect go home show because yeah. you're gonna get it. You're gonna be getting people tuning in that don't normally tune in to Raw. Yeah, and, and then they're gonna get the. They should get a a decent amount of hype for the Rumble that weekend. That that could be that could end up being very good for WWE on the road to WrestleMania. Yeah, uh, we got uh, we got ourselves a little bit of. Uh, we're gonna quickly run through these because obviously we have Crown Jewel to talk about. But uh, Monday Night Raw and SmackDown definitely had some things, uh, some interesting things. They had some things. <laughs> they had some things. Uh, uh, Triple H getting involved on the the Lashley and Brock Lesnar pull apart. Uh, some some familiar faces that were there as well. I thought that was good. I thought Theory and Rollins had a hell of a a match. That that was a damn good match. I thought. Um, what did you think about Miz interrupting Roman Reigns? Uh, start of something or just a I think they I think they were just playing into the fact that they knew Reigns was going to be cheered no matter what. So yeah. they said sure, just let the fans cheer him tonight. Let him let Reigns Superman punch Miz and you know and just make it make it make it a fun segment for the live crowd. I think that's all it was. And ain't nothing wrong with that sometimes. Yeah, uh you know I, I would like the JBL and Corbin pairing a little better if it wasn't a goddamn Fox News commercial every time. Honestly, JBL is just the the equivalent to Dan Lambert. Dan Dan Lambert's running AEW, and I've I had enough of it there, and I've already had enough of it here. 
I, he, I don't he want, wishes I don't he want JBL. As... I don't want JBL on my TV. Just he wishes him... he was Dan Lambert. Just get him gone. And of course, you got to have a trick or street fight. Uh, you don't Otis, have to, but gonna... Otis and Gable coming out as the Chippendales, a la Patrick Swayze and Chris Farley was funny though. Yes, I would agree. Uh, Mustafa Ali gets a win over a former world champion that was the Miz, of course, thanks to Dexter Loomis. So, uh, and can we get some more WWE investigates with Johnny Gargano? Can we get some more of those? <laughs> <laughs> that should be a Peacock show, man. Put it Gargano on the cock. Is... Gargano is a special talent. Put it on the cock. And uh, we, whoa, title change at the end of that. Did you expect that? And then expect it again. Of, made a lot of sense after Crown Jewel. You know why? I think, you know, I, I have a theory of why they We need it. a title change at the pay-per-view, so let's I, just flip-flop this shit on Monday. I have a theory on that. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, SmackDown, I thought, was uh, was a pretty good show. I thought Liv and Sonya was good in that uh, no-DQ match. I like this version of Liv. Honestly, the open and the close to the show are the only two things I remember about SmackDown on Friday. I remember like you I remember liking Liv and Sonya a lot, and I remember really liking Gunther and Rey Mysterio. Good. I, I don't really remember anything else that happened between those two matches. Uh I'm kind of excited for an LA Knight Ricochet feud. Uh now that he's involved. Oh yeah, yeah. It was it was a match was fine. It, match is fine, but I think it's the start of a bigger feud. Plus involving ricochet's real life girlfriend samantha irvin the uh smackdown ring announcer. Uh, yeah i don't know i don't know if they're gonna go into that and clarify that though yeah they haven't they haven't officially announced that quite yet uh would you th- would you make a bray wyatt almost snapping on the staffer uh is he starting to lose it i don't know if he's starting to lose it but i i feel WWE might be starting to lose their audience if they don't get to the next chapter of this story sooner rather than later. Because a lot of the, almost every single thing that he's done in the ring so far feels almost identical to what we've seen before. I love Wyatt. I, you know, I, I know I'm going to love whatever story that they're putting out, but it kind of feels like they're dragging their feet right now, waiting for a certain spot to get to the next chapter. And I feel like this week you you got to get to the next chapter this week. Yeah, because I think uh, you're risking you're risking the audience turning on the storyline, and I don't I don't think that's a good thing. I'm all for uh, you know not I'm all for not rushing it. I'm look, I'm not saying you have to rush it, but you need to have some kind of storyline advancement. And on yeah. and, and if it truly feels like every time Wyatt's been in the rain, it's been the same thing. He cuts a couple minute promo, he gets interrupted by Uncle Howdy, and that's it. And it's yeah. been the same thing like three or four times now. It needs to evolve into something else. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Uh, good to see Shayna Baszler back. Uh, being paired with Ronda Rousey, I think it's perfect. She um, broke Natty's nose. Was that real or was that kayfabe? Yes, no, dude. Natty put put a picture tweet out this morning of uh, her in the hospital. Like they, Damn. they had to fix her dislocated nose. Freaking it, Shayna broke the damn thing. I thought it was kayfabe. But, well, those pictures look, if it's kayfabe, Natty did a hell of a job with the photo on Twitter this morning. Uh, I don't play this, that didn't look kayfabe to me. I don't play this anymore, but you probably do, Matt. Uh, he wants to Marcho wants to talk about how Mandy Rose got her first event card on Supercard. Better late than never, better late I, than never. I'm glad, I'm glad Mandy Rose is finally getting some recognition on Supercard, who seemed to alienate her for multiple seasons. So, I, I gave up on that game, I got tired of it. Didn't like the grind. All right. Now we got Raw and SmackDown out of the way. Let's talk about uh, WWE Crown Jewel happened on the dub dub at E Network on the cock this Saturday. Uh, around 11 o'clock Central, 12 o'clock Eastern, uh, and about breakfast time, brunch time on the West Coast. Um, if we're comparing this to Clash the Castle, uh, this was a very, uh, very bland show compared to that, in my opinion, Matt, overall. I, I just thought it was there um outside of the 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 last two matches there was just not a level of excitement that i might have to disagree with you i think i enjoyed it more than i enjoyed class of the castle i did not no i don't know man i'm we're, we're on opposite ends of the spectrum there i i think i like this show better uh what'd you think about uh kicking it off lashley lesnar um I thought Lashley could have used the win after especially losing the title of uh, the United States title. But I guess I see now that it's one, one set up a rubber match. So that makes yeah, sense cl- too. Clearly they're moving to a third match. Yes. I didn't like Lashley losing, 
because let's face it, yes, he beat Lesnar earlier this year, but in the most unforgettable, unforgettable fashion possible. Yeah, it didn't make him look strong at all. I feel like he needs a strong, definitive win over Lesnar, and I hope he gets it in the third match. I hope they're setting this up for a fight pit. Ooh, I feel Lashley and Lesnar in a fight pit will Perfect. be amazing. Um. You know, obviously, uh, Lashley was doing heel things by the end of it, attacking Lesnar after the match. But at the same time, that that Saudi crowd's not going to, you know, they're not going to boo Lesnar. The, the Saudi crowd was firmly sided with Brock. Yeah, they're going to cheer the. There, there was nothing Lashley was going to do it was going to get them on his side no. anyway. So we might as well play it up. So I don't, I don't think, uh, I don't think that leads to Lashley turning heel. I don't think uh, he's had a, a hell of a run as a babyface. He better win the third match too, by the way. And I then very maybe- much, I very much agree. And then, uh, you know, going into that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just thought this, this was not as exciting as clash, but yeah. Uh, and then the women's, uh, the women's tag titles, uh, flip flop after five days. My theory is I think Sasha and Naomi are close to coming back. I think it was nothing more than they just, they wanted a title change on the show Which... and they, and they knew that they could do an easy flip flop hot potato from, from Monday to Saturday. And that's why they did it. I don't think they did it for any other reason other than that. I, look, Sasha and Naomi may very well be on their way back, but I think the titles were changed from Monday to Saturday simply for we want a title change. We want a title change at this show. And, and we, so, and so and, they did it. And WWE accidentally uh, ran an old open without the woos and including Sasha yeah, and Naomi. <laughs> I, definitely think, I definitely think they ran an old open by accident. Yeah, because there was not a woo. Yeah. I know a lot of people got excited by that, but I think it was, I think it was simply just a truck, an accident in the truck. Which is so funny because I noticed that part and it didn't notice the Sasha and Naomi part. I, I know, I know it's like, oh, there was no woo there. Did they, why'd they take that out again? Anyways, uh, steel cage match with uh, Karen Cross, Drew McIntyre. I think, uh, I thought this was a good match. I thought the ending was good with the, uh, the, the photo finish, uh, of Drew beating Cross to the outside. I thought as far as a steel cage match goes, I thought it was a good match. Yeah, it was fine. Drew needed I, I, the I win, thought, too. I thought, I thought it was the worst thing on the show. You know, when mm. push comes to shove, but... Yeah, everything... Key, all, all everything. I, thought, I thought it was overbooked to hell and back, but, I mean, also we hear it afterwards that Drew worked the match, you know, with a flu or a fever or or whatever. So props them for working through that and putting, putting on the match he was able to do. But to me, that was, that was my least favorite thing on the show. Uh, OC judgment day. I thought this was a good six man tag of course. Rhea Ripley getting involved again, which uh, obviously, uh, and, and then she did her, uh, her uh, tribute to the late great Beth Phoenix. Um, I can't wait for that match to, to happen. Uh, you know, maybe we get a, I don't know. If, I don't know if we get a survivor series like match with judgment day, OC and a couple people, and then maybe a one-on-one. Maybe Edge joins the OC, and then maybe we get a one-on-one with Rhea Ripley and Beth Beth Phoenix. I, do you do you see that the uh, kind of playing out that way? I'm not sure because I believe Edge is out filming that Percy Jackson series for Disney Plus right now. So I don't oh, believe so you, we'll, you, I, you I don't not believe be we'll see him. I don't believe we'll see him or Beth back until he's wrapped up that filming, and I don't know. I don't know how long that's supposed to be. I know he has a reoccurring role and it's a TV show. So, I mean, he has to film multiple episodes. So yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. There's Mark Cho, Sasha and Naomi return his heels and align with damage control. Hmm. Interesting. Look, if, if Becky's ready to return in time, that's, that's the perfect five on five woman team. Yep. And, uh, Monet saying Rhea Ripley looked like a star. She is leading that that Judgment Day faction, who uh, definitely needed a win, you know, keep, to keep that going because the Judgment Day ever since Triple H has taken over has rebounded very nicely from when Vince had his hands. I, on I don't think the OC beats Judgment Day until they pay off the we have a Rhea Ripley problem mm-hmm. and we need someone to you know to neutralize Ripley until yep. OC brings in whoever that's going to be. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna be stuck with you know losses for uh, Styles and company until until that until that current storyline's paid off. I thought they've Omos. Got, they've got a bunch of women there reportedly looking to burn in. So I mean, it could be any of them. 
Yeah, I thought Omos and uh, and Braun was fine for what it was. It was uh, better. It was better than it had any right to be. Yeah. Uh, no surprise the Usos and the Brutes had a great match, but you know the Usos were not going to lose because obviously a great story set up though to face the New Day at SmackDown this week with uh you know they got to go through the New Day to break the New Day's record, but now you know one of the Usos is hurt, so is this match even going to happen, or is is the honorary Us going to fill in, and he takes the pinfall and that starts the downfall of the honorary Us with the bloodline? I don't know. There's a lot of variables yet to to come up here. If uh, if uh, if Jay's got is it Jay that got hurt, or is it Jimmy? The rumor is the rumor. The rumor is that Jay got hurt. I'm not sure if that's not a storyline or not, mm. because he did a lot at that show. Yeah, to make me question if that man is, you know, really hurt or not. Last woman standing, Rhea, uh, with Bianca Belair, Bailey. That was a hell of a match. Uh, the golf cart spot uh, was kind of funny. Uh, I, I thought this was a great for a last woman standing match. I thought this was very much delivered uh, in terms of. It, it was my second favorite match. It was your favorite match. And then we flip-flop on the main event. True. I did not like it as much as Clash, though. I thought Clash overall, Clash was a better show, in my opinion, where this was more of a two-match show. Uh, everything else could, you know, was okay. It was more like something that you could have done on Raw in terms of excitement and match quality, in my opinion. So uh, let's move along. Uh, we're going to skip NXT for now because we're running a little out of time. Sorry, NXT. Uh, we're going to go to uh, AEW. Dynamite uh, happening. Uh, of course, this was uh, the Dynamite ha happening in your backyard that you missed. And uh, as you said earlier, you were you were, uh, you were were fine with missing this one, right? I was. I was very. Honestly, after the opening segment, <laughs> I took to Twitter to announce that I was very... I was very fine with my decision <laughs> that I didn't um, go to the show. So yeah, I thought like, it was going to take me all the way till 10 o'clock to decide if I was going to regret it or not. But after the opening segment, I'm like, nah, I'm so glad I'm at home right now. Like, it, and it's, not that, it's not that the show was bad. It's no. just that everything that they were hyping to, you know, to deliver to me, everything was a dud. All, all the hypes were duds. But like overall, I enjoyed the show, but yeah. th those, those, those things that were being hyped left me disappointed and I would have been mad if I would have went to the show for those surprises. And that's what I got. Yeah. Now the reveal of the sting to be Cole Carter, who was in the factory and now he's in uh, that went over like a fart in church. Well, that was, that was done by design. That was clearly done to be a, to be a, a red herring. Yes, exactly. That, that's what, that's why that was done. And it was, that was done. Well, I'm going to give just, you, I, I'm going to give you an unpopular opinion though. Go for it. I think Jeff Jarrett is great for aew i think he's a great backstage hire for aew i do not think he's a great weekly performer on my screen hire for aew when i am what i am when i am annoyed that i'm not seeing people like miro eddie kingston and ricky starks on my tv on a weekly basis but i'm going to see jeff jarrett in 2022 no i think he's an excellent hire for the behind the scenes structure for AEW to help that company grow. But as far as an on-air talent, I do not think he's a good hire. I think he's going to be wrestling as much as sting. I don't think he's going to be wrestling that much at all, but perfect, he could... perfect scenario. This is the perfect scenario. We see him until full gear. He loses a multi-man match to Sting and Darby. And then he's done. We I, don't see him on TV anymore after I, that. If that's you, the case, I'm I'm on board. I'm absolutely on board. But we do not we do not need to see consistent Jeff Jarrett on AEW programming. We he just can don't. still he can still cut a promo. I thought he did fine in the ring in Flair's last match. Low bar because Flair completely sucked. But I, I thought I think Jeff can still cut a promo and still can do a match. So. Is he going to wrestle every? No, he's going to wrestle very sparingly. He, is he going to be on TV uh, a fair amount? Probably. And I, I think Jared has done a good enough job still in 2022 to be able to do that and, and be effective. I thought he cut a great promo. I thought he, his in-ring work is still good at that age. You're not going to see it every week. So I think it's fine on both sides of the coin. 
Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna agree to disagree on this one, man. Like I said, I think he's a fantastic backstage hire, and I think he's exactly what AEW the type of person that AEW needs to continue to help growth for that company yeah. and behind the scenes aspect. But I just I have no desire to see him on my TV on a weekly basis. I just don't. I, I thought he, I thought the work leading up to the Flair's last match and the performance in it. I thought the promo work, everything leading up to it, and his work in the ring. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. So uh, you know, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with a match here and there, and him cutting promos every week on TV. I am perfectly fine with that. Uh, Moxley beat Liam Moriarty on a, in a pretty decent little match there. Um, uh, Soraya and. Uh, Britt Baker was supposed to have a sit down with Renee Paquette, but Britt did not show up. Uh, and Soraya said she's going to save if she can wrestle for uh, the next week's show because there's one more doctor she wants to consult on this. I wonder who, which doctor she's referring to, Matt. D-M-D. So uh, Soraya is going to, or Soraya is going to probably officially announce that she's medically cleared uh going uh next week here on on dynamite this week on dynamite uh we had the daddy ass birthday bash um that uh uh that was kind of fun but very similar to a couple weeks ago and uh then uh the gun club of course came out because well they're 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 billy's sons in real life so uh because uh they had what did they do they adopted them they claim adopted him or something like that. I can't, they had like a certificate and shit. World's greatest daddy or something like that. Yeah. Um, then FTR, FTR came out after Morrissey came out and knocked out the acclaim. Uh, FTR came out to even up the odds. Uh, the surprise uh, for Chris Jericho, of course, Matt, uh, which I liked, so I thought it was going to be Jay Briscoe since it's in Maryland. Uh, instead, we get, uh, how about this, uh, Colt Cabana? Ah, after, we, after we get reports that Punk may not be coming back to WWE, magically we get Colt Cabana. You know, I've been thinking about this. I've talked about this with a few people. You know what they should, you know what Tony Khan should do? You know what that man should do? What should he do? You should move Colt Cabana back to AEW. And when Punk's healthy... You make him the centerpiece of Ren of Honor. And you keep everybody that he has an issue with on over here. Yeah. And you keep CM Punk over here. On Ring of Honor? On Ring of Honor. He Would is Punk the centerpiece. He is Would the Punk centerpiece of the Ren of Honor brand. If he's getting paid the same amount of money, why the fuck would he care? I don't know. If he's, he's keeping if he's keeping him on the same contract and he he gets to go over there and you know run with the Ren of Honor World Championship. That's what I would do. Well, that way you, seen, that way you seen, get everything. We've seen Punk's that behavior. Con, that way Khan gets to keep everything and Khan gets to be happy. Yeah. So I, I think I think that's the right way to do it. Uh, Safet in the chat. Of course, if you got any questions, comments, feel free to share them here with us. Uh, Rhonda might be uh, there on Raw. We'll have to see because that starts in eight minutes. Uh, Jared said, uh, uh, Matt, he was reading your uh, big AEW game story. His opinion is they don't put the game out in 2023. They should have, well, I think he means 22. They should have pulled it or canceled it to save money. What are your thoughts on that? I think that's the most ridiculous statement I've ever heard. Um, it's absolutely coming out. And if it it most likely will be out in 20, in very early 2023. The money's already think, been spent, so there's I, not yeah, money I to save. I don't think it's going to make the 2022. Um, uh, we're running out of time they, for they that. Were originally scheduled for, but no, that's that's absolutely insane. They they've sunk five figures of investment, in, you know, in into this game right now. Actually, no, they've no they've like it's maybe seven or eight figures of investment probably and, and yeah more like yeah i think seven or eight figures. it's probably a few million at least i actually i actually think it's i think it's eight figures i think it's over i think 10? it's 10 i think it's 10 million or more hmm. that they've that they've invested in this game development over the past two and a half years they're not just going to just cancel it and save money you clearly don't know how game development works yeah um yeah the money's already been spent so uh yeah you know and then uh old technology crashing on me here. Good old tech. 
and we got our back now uh so yeah after uh, after chris jericho and colt cabana pretty good match there but you knew colt wasn't going to win that jericho retains um and uh then they broke pori and ricabani's glasses them bastards triple threat for the all atlantic championship orange cassie luchasaurus and ray phoenix uh pretty damn good match no surprise that orange cassie comes out your winner there uh, and then a big pop as Shibata comes out because they said the winner gets to choose their dream match on Rampage, and uh, and Shibata came out to a tremendous ovation. And that was uh, a nice surprise. That yeah. was the that was the best surprise of the night of the three that they did. That was the best one. And the women's match was a two minute squash. Uh, poor women. Uh, uh, vignette with the House of Black. Very cool vignette with them uh, as they are going to be returning soon. And uh, your main event was for the ROH television title, Samoa Joe versus Brian Cage. I thought this was a damn good match with uh, a couple of meaty men. And uh, I was surprised at the retain. I thought Cage was going to win this one, but I liked I it. Thought, I thought the way that they placed it in the main event, I was like, oh, man, we're in a title change. Yeah. Because I thought I thought the triple threat was going to close the show or the Ring of Honor title match. And when they and when they put the TV title match in the main event, I'm like, oh, it's because Brian Cage is going to win the title. I'm glad. Yeah. He did. You know, I love Samoa Joe. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad he retained, but I was kind of thinking going into that second hour, I'm like, oh shit, they're going to, they're going to do a title change here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, rampage, I have not watched yet, but I'm sure that Cassie and Shibata didn't disappoint. It did not. It was a great, great match. Uh, how Tyson was on commentary was hilarious. I was going to say, how was Tyson? He was great. He was great. He was, w- he was way better than I could have ever expected him to be uh bracket announced for the of course this seems to be a tradition which is uh, i'm all for uh world title eliminator tournament and the winner gets a title shot at full gear uh on the left side of the bracket eddie kingston ethan page bandito roosh uh on the right side of the bracket lance archer ricky starks uh brian cage dante martin this screams to me uh ethan page and ricky starks in the final i think you're right but i want ricky starks and eddie kingston Oh yeah, that's what I want. But I think I think we're getting Starks and Page. But I want Starks and Kingston. I I feel like I think Page the story told that in that push. match leading up to the show would be tremendous. Uh, all right, I I feel like I feel like they're that finally they're we, pushing. We Page. can't roll out MJF costing Page a match in this tournament. That's true. So that's true. like I'm not I'm not roll. I, I I get why people are saying Page and Starks, and I and I think that's what we're getting. But I'm not rolling out Kingston and Starks. I think Starks is in the finals no matter what. I would love to see Kingston in there with him. I think that would be yeah. great. Uh, we're uh, wrapping things up as we look ahead to tonight and uh, um, Wednesday as well. Uh, we'll just k- keep with AEW for now. Of course, we'll find out. Uh, it's going to be a hell of a match. Eddie Kingston, Ethan Page is this Wednesday. Sammy Guevara, Brian Danielson, two out of three falls. That'll be another banger. Uh, Sky Blue no, I'm takes. Not sure. I'm not sure we needed that. Uh, Sky Blue takes on Jamie Hader. Uh, the face to face with Soraya and Britt Baker. DMD. Uh, then uh, eight person tag match: FTR and the Acclaimed against Swerve and Our Glory and the Guns. And then we'll hear from John Moxley. So uh, another stack dynamite. Sean Ross Sapp uh, coming out with the Raw plans literally just minutes ago. Uh, I'm going to try not to spoil a lot of it, uh, like any major things, but uh, Seth Rollins open challenge. Uh, we're going to see Nikki Cross in action. Uh, I'm glad to see her back to her old ways. Miz and Johnny Gargano. That'll be a good match, I think. Shelton Benjamin's going to have a match tonight, so that's good to see. He was supposed to have a tag. Uh, he was uh, Rumor was he was going to have a tag mat team with our truth unfortunately, our truth got hurt on NXT this week, so uh, he might be out for a few months. Unfortunately, I, I will say I find it very interesting with a lot of Lashley's comments as of late that um, he wants to get the hurt business back together. Mm. That both well, Cedric's on the show too. Both, yes, that both Alexander and Benjamin are scheduled for matches on Raw tonight. I find that to be very very interesting uh main event zion quinn and wendy chu have got matches on main event and um i am not going to spoil the uh the rollins opponent it is i I don't think it's accurate oh well yeah if you if you you, you read what the way if you read what the rundown with 
SRS says it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Based on that same person already has a match earlier on in the evening. Yeah. So we'll uh we'll see what happens there. Uh go to Fightful Select for the full raw plans if you are so inclined. Uh we got a minute left before Raw. Matt, what's your final thoughts? Uh look, we're on the road to Survivor Series. Hopefully we kick it off with a great raw. Um and look, AEW's on the road to full gear. So I think they need another strong show this week as well. So hopefully we get a good week of wrestling this week. I think we will as we're going to head towards uh, some of the big times, full gear and Survivor Series. I think we're going to start to kick it in gear for a lot of that. For Matt Black, follow him on the Twitter at Rob Showtime. For Jeremy Bennett, follow me on the Twitter at JB Huskers. Once again, thank you for tuning in to Lost the Midcard, brought to you by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.